BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And And we're we're the the good good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Ben, I don't know if I can keep doing this podcast if you're going to look so cute. Don't I look great? Wow. <laughs> well, not anymore. Now that you said it like that. Jesus. Thank you so much for telling me what I was already thinking as I put on this new t-shirt. The best part about making merch for Spritz is that I get to get samples. So like this will never be made, but they like the company just like sends free samples, you know, so you can like feel the material. And sometimes they send like kick-ass shit. And so this is just like a cool nice soft is this like a lime green or it's like a pastel green mm. i don't know like lightly oversized because now i'm just like getting fit you know so when in the past i like asked for like an xl or 2xl and it would like absolutely constrict my whole body now an xl or 2xl fits me like a normal t-shirt should fit somebody you know a little bit oversized but yes thank you for noticing that i am looking great and you too look great but you always look great thank you and i you know be careful because I do do this with my friends. So I'm going to be do, doing this with you, which is I will have friends go on health journeys now in their late twenties, thirties guys who were always in shape, but now, you know, the years have been, been, been something and, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll do great and they'll lose a bunch of weight and they'll look good and mm-hmm. they'll keep it off a couple months and then the holidays <laughs> and then it creeps back on. And all I'm thinking is you're weak. So weak, cause I'm, I'm, I'm the king. I'm the king of it. Twenty years, knock wood, kept it off, kept it off. It does show like a different level of inner strength. I've never really thought about it, but you, you really, it's it's quite impressive because I have gained and lost sixty pounds three times. Wow, three times, and it's always such a grind to go down and then it's so easy just 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 to eat your way back to the top and then and then you do it all again so i will do my best to keep it off i think that what we've spoken about this before i think that the key is to find a way to put on a little bit of muscle like the only way that i know how to lose weight is to be in a complete caloric deficit which also just takes the limited muscle that i had and turns my arms into like flabby mcflabberstein so I'm right now just like a, a big pile of mush, but like I'm like you wouldn't know that by looking at me now, but I'm mush. I'm mush. Did you mentioned over text that maybe you played in a full court basketball game yesterday and threw up halfway through? 
I did. Not halfway through. I threw up at the end. I made it through. So I'm in this intramural league. Intramural league. Is there Judaism like with my friends involved? from high school? It does take place in a Jewish day school. It's that, so tracks. That, it's so on trend for yeah. you. Yeah. That said, there is no Judaism particularly involved. Like we don't pray before games. Like none of that. Is there um, a prayer involved <laughs> with like Jewish, like a yeshiva league or like? I don't know the name of the the teams, the Maccabees, the Hebels. The there's no prayers involved, but Good. the same way, like here, we we sing the national anthem, right? There mm. they sing Hatikva. So occasionally you will hear a Hatikva, the national the, anthem, the of national Israel. anthem of Israel, sung at a basketball game. But it would need to be a very important game, you know, like a traditional like high school basketball game. They're not really singing the national anthem. Well, Maybe it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 they, they do do the national anthem, but I, that's my, I'm very happy to hear that because when I see different, you know, high school sports teams and they'll do a big Gentile prayer to their God <laughs> before the game. <laughs> and I, what I want to say is, you think God gives a fuck? about your middling lacrosse team. <laughs> like, I, I understand you're playing football and you're like, please God, keep everyone safe because it's a brutal game. That I get. But like- eh, if, Do you? Because if you really felt that way, you wouldn't play it at all. I know, but you gotta get out there and live. Like, what are you gonna I, knock I, in a submarine I, and go down to the depths of the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> we will get there, my friend. We will get there. <laughs> but God, all that I'm so saying awful. is of course, of course people should play football. I'm just saying it seems a little bit weird and sacrilegious, I agree with you, to pray for safety of something. Like, you you only pray for safety if you know that something could go wrong, right? Sure. So, like, either don't do it or don't pray. But doing it and praying is kind of like, I don't know, like driving, this is a bad analogy, but, like, driving with your gas tank thing open. Like, you know, it's a bad idea. Maybe you won't die. Maybe you will. I don't know. I just don't, I, I think the thing I, I was always told about prayer is that it should never be for you, mm. right? Like mm -hmm. it, it should usually be for someone else, unless you're in the grips of disease or addiction, like something that's so out of your control that you need some sort of spiritual intervention. But if it's like, we really need this to get to the playoffs, I, I'm not quite sure God's, you know, listening. Totally. Totally. Prayer should be for other people. I pray. I'll pray for you. I'll, I'll pray, pray for, for you. you. I'll pray for you. All of a sudden, such a wholesome Christian podcast. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Christian Mingle. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the Mormon, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Speaking of the Mormons, my mom made sure to tell me that she thought that our episode with Sophia was very inappropriate. <laughs> really? Mrs. Soccer <laughs> did not enjoy it. No, I think that something about the soaking of it all just was uh, a little bit too risque for her. Benjamin, you're so you're <laughs> your squirting story was fine, but Mormon soaking I cannot accept. I can't tell if she just hates Mormons or if it had to, like I don't know what it was, but I, I think that it was it was a little bit too much for her. Just a little bit too much. It wasn't too much for me. I think it was fantastic. And Sophia was fantastic. Thank you for coming on again. But it was a little bit too much for her. But this submarine stuff. Ugh. Do we want to, do we, like, where do we want to start? Well, do we want to start from the beginning? A very good place to start. So 
fill in the blanks for me, but submarine created by this guy or the submarine touring company created by this guy uh, had done, I think it was 10 missions before. Looked like he, it was a, it's a private operation, which people are, people are all up in arms about how it's private and that was like a strange thing. But like when you take a boat, right? Like you like charter a boat from a private company, right? Like the idea of the privatized business of it all doesn't bug me out at all. What really started to weird me out was when you see these videos of him explaining how the submarine operates, it's like those, they're using a Logitech controller that I remember using. I don't know if you, like, I don't know if you ever tried to play games on your PC with a remote controller, but that's exactly what it reminded me of, like where you'd plug it in with a USB into your Dell monitor and you'd try to play like some version of NBA Live 97 on your PC. Like that's exactly what it looked like. And they mentioned that it functioned solely off of Bluetooth, which like I lose Bluetooth. You you drive more than me. You drive more than me. How often does your Bluetooth disconnect? My AirPods didn't connect this morning. My a Logitech makes my webcam. Okay, not that I'm webcamming, but in the 90s, <laughs> I made my webcam. <laughs> you think uh, it should be insuring people's lives at thousands of feet of depth? It just, it was just like I'm watching this video. It's talking about how you're going to enter this tin can and they're going to bring you down 9,000 feet, yes. right? To go and look at a wreckage that nobody needs to go and look at in the first person, just saying, via remote controller, sitting squished, no windows except for one window, so everybody, as they're in the submarine, are apparently watching the Titanic on a little screen in front of them. Couldn't we watch it on a screen here? It sounds like the perfect thing for the new Apple like 3D glasses or whatever it is, yes. right? Like do experiences like that make me think I'm 9,000 feet below ground. I don't need to actually go. So they go and they, we just got word that they died. It's the saddest, most terrible thing. I was thinking yesterday, like it's so funny how quickly things go from funny to sad, right? Like the entire internet is just making fun of these people billionaires paying $250,000 to go in a submarine and they got lost. And all of a sudden reality set in that they died. And now you're thinking through, oh my God, like how horrendous this, like it's a, it's a full blown tragedy. And they're going to try to say that it was instantaneous, which I'm sure it was, but there was still, there was a, I bet you an awareness, like this isn't, this isn't going good. And I just can't tell you how not surprised I am that there was not a single Jew in that sub. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know Jews who won't get who won't take a middle seat on an airplane. Okay. So yeah, same here. So like Yeah, I was gonna say we're Jews that won't take a middle seat. You have no room. <laughs> Arm room, leg room. It's terrible. Yeah, and you're like you get in the submarine, you're like, where's the in sub entertainment? Like, what, mm -hmm. what are we talking about here? Like, there's no <laughs> drink service. I just, I cannot believe, look, this is a problem, right? There's a famous story of, and, and I'll say allegedly, just because I don't know if it's 100% true, but I believe it is that Mick Jagger and David Bowie 
like hooked up. I don't know to what extent, because eventually they realized that they had conquered and had so many conquests and so many relationships that they were bored and they looked at each other and was like, how about you? And like, that's the problem with all that money that you start mm. going, you know, land mm -hmm. is so out. Let's mm -hmm. go to space. Let's go down three, three billion feet. Go look at, you know, the remains of Leonardo DiCaprio as Jack. Like, and I'm so glad that I love a stroll around Target because it keeps me safe. Yeah, you're so right. It's the product of having too much money. That said, that guy's 19 year old son that was on board. It's just, just freaking terrible. It's and, terrible. And the guy, the the one who owned the company seems so cavalier. And there was that 60 Minutes, I think, or like CBS Sunday morning of two years ago, they attempted to do this for a news outlet and they got like 20 feet down, something went awry and they had to come back up. Like their track record was not good. And it's so, it's so sad. But with a bad track record and that, video just out there of him explaining it with his remote controller. How do you get multiple billionaires to give you a quarter of a million dollars for a four hour deep, like deep submarine ride? I just, I just, I, I don't understand it. Like something's amiss and it almost seems like we're being punked. But billionaires be cray cray. It's true. You're right. Too much money, too much money. Well, rest in peace to those sad souls. So the guy who owned the company. I didn't see the 60 Minutes. Has he has he commented on what's going on recently? He can't. He was in the sub. Oh, he was in it. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> so we're still waiting for a comment. <laughs> wow. It's so wow. fucked. It's so wow. fucked. You know, you know that the company was not ready to do that dive if the owner of the company was on the dive. That means that they do that so infrequently. You know, he doesn't want to go down there all the time if it was so routine. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize that he was on it. Yeah, you probably don't drink a lot of spritz anymore. You've had a lot. You're the owner. I definitely drink less, certainly. Like, sure. I'll, have a, I'll have a couple. I'm not pounding them like my first time. It's the same thing just like everything else. Eventually, you certainly have other people helping you, right? And so, yeah, this, this must have been his an early rodeo. And, Jeez uh, Louise. Well, RIP, it's so awful. And we, from the Good Guys podcast, we send our sincere condolences because it's very sad. We do. We're incredibly excited to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Via Hempco. Via is making a ton of different CBD and THC products that ship nationwide in discreet packaging right to your door. Because their THC is extracted from organic hemp, they're able to sell the same cannabis experience you know and love in all 50 states, no medical card required. One of my favorite products from them is this low-dose gummy. Uh, it has two milligrams of THC. It's such a great night's sleep, and it helps with like anxiety. So if you ever like to smoke before bed, this is honestly a great alternative to that. But if you like something more intense, they have products ranging from two milligrams to 50 milligrams a variety of CBD products and THC products. So if you're looking to microdose on a daily basis or whenever you're feeling anxious, you can do that, or you can use one of their uh, more higher dose products, however you see fit, munchy season. If you're 21 plus and want to try their products, go to viahemp.com and use code goodguys for 15% off, plus they'll add a free pack of their award-winning THC gummies to your order. 
Go to the link in the description or type in viahemp.com and use code goodguys for 15% off plus free gummies. V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Viahemp.com and use code goodguys for 15% off. Plus, they'll add a free pack of their award-winning THC gummies to your order. I think it is worth mentioning because there was a story in the news and get ready for this one that the son of the billionaire, the son of <laughs> Hamish Harding, a guy named Brian Saz posted on Twitter, please keep my family in your prayers, which was lovely. This was two days ago. And then about an hour, about 30 minutes later, his attention shifted to streamer and on an only fans model, Brea, who posted a pic of herself in a bikini with the caption, can I sit on you? <laughs> to, to which Brian reposted and commented, yes, please. <laughs> Billionaires don't got no feelings, dog. You can't amass that kind of wealth if you're worried about others. It's his stepdad. Like, I don't know. Like, he barely even knows him. He's pro honestly, he's probably thrilled. Now he gets all that money. Right? He gets the OnlyFans. He gets somebody to sit on his face. He gets all that money. He probably, maybe he disconnected the Bluetooth. Oh, maybe he's the one behind the whole thing. Do you think when he got word that they were gone, he said, that's what you get for fucking my mom? Yeah, exactly. That's so I bad. Did. I did. Marshall, no, make but... a note. We're cutting that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. And that is truly nuts. Truly nuts. I think inquiring minds are interested, but I believe I saw you and your lovely wife might have purchased a new vehicle. We leased, yes. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't really like. Actually, before I go into it, because you're such a car man, would you do you buy your cars? I don't. Well, I I bought it last year at the end of a lease because the mm. prices for cars were so insane. But usually, no, I lease. I just never understood the idea of buying a car because then you have to sell it. All of a sudden, you're a car salesman, right? Like, I didn't. I don't want a job. I want a car. It's a whole Megilla, except, and I must shout out CarMax, because I recently had a lovely experience with them selling my mother's car, who at almost 80, shout out Barb, has mm. made really the, the, the most, I would say, like, respectable decision ever, which is, I think I'll Uber from now on. I might not be the best person on the road. And I was like, Ma, shout out you. And Respect. also, very glad to be saving on my insurance payments. <laughs> so all of, a sudden the, all of a sudden, the Uber payments, though, are through the roof because, my God, Uber needs to settle down. So you leased your new car. Leased my new car. We got a Range Rover Sport, which we're pretty excited about. Claudia wow. wanted something, you know, like a little, a little bougie. High end. That's a nice. A little... Yeah, it's nice. It's it's roomy. Shout out Land Rover Jaguar of Brooklyn. Literally the nicest people. Unbelievable. Josh, you ever move back to the city? We're taking the Land Rover Jaguar. You can pick out only between a Land Rover and a Jaguar. That's why it's called Land Rover Jaguar. I also recently found out that those companies merged. Mm. So now, now they are one. But we got a nice, cozy Range Rover Sport. You can catch me going 130 on the highway. I'm so nervous, honestly. This is the first time that either of us have had our own cars and our own insurance plans. And so whenever I got a speeding ticket, like, God bless my father, 
his plan went up, right? Sure. Terrible. But like, I didn't have to feel the brunt of that the way that I probably should have. And I'm a fast, I'm a pretty fast driver. I made it back home from Boston. Claudia and I did a meet and greet at Market Basket, which is a liquor store earlier in the week. It's 200, 210 miles. I got home in two hours and 50 minutes. Wow. Flew. That's speeding. Flew. So I'm like a little nervous because this is a fast car, right? But but I'm excited. And this weekend we're going to the Hamptons. We're taking our Ranger over to the Hamptons. Jeez Louise. And, uh, What's it the like? Good, the good news is that it will rain and thunderstorm the entire weekend. So... Well, yeah, I hate we got to break car. it to you, but LA is sunny days. 10 day forecast is sunny, sunny, sunny in the 80s. Gorgeous. So it took us a minute, but we're back to ourselves. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. No, I know what you mean about buying. I'm glad to hear that you buying a $90,000 vehicle was a nice experience because it should be. Leasing. Like, I can't tell you how many times I remember once, and this is a bougie story, but so be it. My wife was interested in the lower end, affordably priced, very, very small entry level Porsche SUV. Fine. I said, it. okay. <laughs> a Porsche McCann, they call it. And we go into the, we, we go into the dealership. We're just like tooling around and no one's helping. So I go, sick so then a guy walks up and he's like how can i help you and i was like my wife's interested in this car but me being me right at this time i was like she's not getting a porsche i'm like listen i'm really about the deal and my buddy always says this he's like i don't need to test drive it because these are all tactics granted you should know how a car drives but if you've driven if you've had a kia for 10 years and you're getting another kia it drives like a kia trust mm -hmm. me like mm -hmm. so my buddy has taught me because he he has an auto body shop. He's like, you trying the car, them keeping you there for five hours. You're like, where did my day go? Where's mm -hmm. the guy? Why do I keep getting free waters? This is all <laughs> tactics to burn your day. So when it's all said and done and they go, listen, we actually have to charge you an extra hundred bucks a month. You just go, oh, just do it. I don't want to waste the day. I don't want this whole day to be a waste. So he finally shows his face. He goes, you're going to want to drive this car. This is a Porsche. I go, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, I'm going to need my lease payment to be 600 bucks a month or we're, we're out of here. He goes, come look at the car. I'm like, this guy's not getting it. So we go look at the car and he goes, listen, I don't need to sell you this car. I'm like, <laughs> really? You're wearing Cole Haan loafers. <laughs> my suspicion is you do need a sale. But okay, we'll live in your dream world, sir. He goes, a Porsche buyer is a certain type of buyer. I'm like, that I can believe. He goes, I said, listen, I really want to know that I'm in the ballpark. Because if you're going to come here and tell me it's going to be $1,000, like, that's crazy. But if you're like, eh, it's 700 and I can work with you, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm on iCarly. I'm doing well. That I can swing. So I say to the guy, listen, I need this to be the the ballpark otherwise i don't want to waste your time and he goes check out the leather i said sir my wife's a vegan you're really <laughs> messing up here <laughs> like she's not going to be interested in the cow leather in this porsche 45 minutes later he like literally refused to even talk money because he like wanted me to get a hard on for this car and i was like brother we're gone 
and he missed the sale. Joke's on missed him. Enjoy your Cole Hans. Missed a sale. I have so many questions after that story. First of all, if you are a vegan, I've never thought about this. Leather seats? Depends on the type of vegan. You know, some vegans won't even eat honey. Interesting. So that it doesn't make, but why, why wouldn't they eat honey? Because it's a animal byproduct. Ah, aha, aha. They don't okay. want the bees to be enslaved for their sweet tooth. Would vegans get in a taxi cab with leather seats? Again, it depends on the vegan. My wife is the coolest vegan I've ever met. Shout out vegans. I, I like all of you, but some of you can be annoying, much like shout out Marshall. And some can be annoying, just like all meat eaters can be annoying. Um, she will avoid leather when possible. She will drive an electric car when possible. And she's she will avoid honey when possible. Like honey is like the only thing that if it's in something and she has no control, she'll like accept it but ideally it wouldn't have it so if she can be a, a black belt vegan she will be but if she has to make some compromises to be more tolerable she's down to clown interesting and porsche or porsche that's a tough one because i hear it both ways and i don't know the correct way to say it what do you think i think the correct way to say it is porsche but mm. i'll never say it me either uh, that's like an exchange student who comes back from like six months abroad and goes guacamole. Like I can't do it. <laughs> like uh, can't. Uh, just take the lift. And I'm like, babe, I, I don't care that you did six months in London. Call it an elevator. Is that what they say? The lift. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. I guess what does elevator mean? Nothing. Oh, elevate. Elevate? Yeah, elevate. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. What else is going on, cutie? I actually have a pretty great what are you nuts this week. I can't wait. So uh, every morning I go and get my coffee from this bougie coffee shop called Bibluque mm. on the Upper East Side. I'm really starting to paint a very douchey picture here, which is the antithesis of me with my new Range Rover Sport, the Hamptons and my my coffee from Bibluque. That said, Bibluque, cheaper than Starbucks. I just want to say that America's coffee is very expensive. It's very expensive. Yes. And sometimes you go to like the nice, bougie, or even mom and pop shop, it's significantly less expensive. Just saying. I'm in line, and the woman in front of me orders a hot cup of coffee. The person taking her order turns to her and says, uh, sure, do you want anything in that? She says, I'll take some sugar and some whole milk. She says, okay, miss, what's your name? And she says, oh, dear, whips her hair back. The name's Chanel, like my bag, and shows her her bag. And all I got to say is, what are you, nuts? Does that happen to her? That must happen to her every day of her life, right? I didn't just catch her on like a random moment where she decided to say that it was Chanel like her bag. So this woman must just everywhere she goes reference the fact that her name is Chanel, like her bag or like her shoes or like her belt. And all I got to say is, what are you nuts? Yeah, that is total what are you nuts. You're right. She's had that canned, loaded and ready to go for her whole life. And her whole life. Like, my only question is, what if her name was Coach? True. Right? I, yes, I highly doubt. Well, if her name was Coach, she'd be super cool. Yeah. No, that's a more accessible bag. No, I'm saying she wouldn't mention the bag because the bag is 
You say accessible, I say poor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is really turning off most of our... <laughs> Range Rovers, Range Rovers, Sport. <laughs> Range Rovers, Sport. We're scumbags, Ben. We are Bibble the problem. Cayenne. The Jewish elite. We should change the name of this podcast to the Jewish elite. We should. We should. We should. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to introduce you guys to Element Drink Mix, my absolute favorite electrolyte supplement. Put it in water, shake it up. It's unbelievable. It's a combination of 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. I love magnesium. It calms me down. I love potassium because I get a lot of leg cramps. Terrible. And sodium, if you had a couple glasses of wine the night before, wake up feeling a little hungover, Element is amazing for you. Or if you're just looking to stay hydrated throughout the day, I drink as much water as I possibly can, but you can't ever stay truly as hydrated as you can by using Element as well. With none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, nothing. Really clean, really good for you. And it's keto season, literally. Not just the lifestyle, it's truly keto, low carb, paleo, perfect for your diet. And Element is used by everyone from NBA players, NFL players, NHL players, Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs use this stuff. Olympic athletes to me, moms, dads, you know, your everyday folk. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serve packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash goodguys. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash goodguys. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend, and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Do you have a what are you nuts moment? I do. I do have a one of you nuts moment. And it's it's this trend. And my wife was telling me, I find, and I don't mean to gender it, but here I go. I find that this whole <laughs> advent of the ick, it's giving me ick, is more female generated, right? And it, it tends to be, and the women in my life who do say the ick, it can be directed towards their female friends and male friends. But primarily it tends to be directed at boyfriends, dates, husbands, partners. Now, my wife was turning me on to this trend on TikTok, which was like, saw this about my husband and it gave me the ick, some version of this. And it was like mm -hmm. this woman's poor husband trying to ride a horse. And <laughs> fair enough, it gave me the ick. It was ridiculous. But what I told my wife, I think in a pretty cold-blooded moment was, hey, do you think that you girls don't completely and utterly turn us off? And so my Woody and Nuts is, do you think you don't give us the ick? I'm getting icks all day, babe, but I'm the man of steel. I'm, I'm letting it bounce right off. I don't stick with the ick, but it's happening. Put that on a t-shirt. Don't stick with the ick, but I'm with you. The ick is always about a guy. It's always but about I think a guy. That but I think that that's because girls are going to talk about guys. Guys aren't going to come on and talk about their icks, right? That's right. Like, I think that it's more just like who's sh who coined the term ick, right? And who they're going to complain about. So honestly, 
free pass. But rest assured, I mean, you, you, no one is confused about your idolatry and love of your wonderful wife. And same here, we are the luckiest men there are. And yet, Number, I would yes. imagine on a weekly basis, you're getting the ick from Claudia as I am getting the ick from my dear Paige, no? There's definitely, but it's funny now that you bring it up this way, I would never describe it as ick because I actually don't like that word. I do. You know, I don't either. I think that it's like a weird word that like is meaner than it needs to be. Like I've, I don't like, I'll be annoyed, right? Or I'll get like, the, the word turn off is like, is like the right word. Like mm. I'll get like, I'll get like, like turned off or like, like maybe she'll say something rarely, of course, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, that was fucked up. But I wouldn't describe it as the ick. I would just say like annoying is a far better word. Right. Right. Give me your opinion on or your insight into the conflict resolution that happens between you and your wife. Because recently, last week on Monday, my wife and I had a bit of a tiff. Mm. Now, she did something that I, that she does to me sometimes that I didn't like, that I don't like. And I think I was well within my sort of right to feel like, stop doing that. I don't like that. Now, where I messed up was I had an overreaction and mm. our son was there and I just kind of was like, why, why do you say, why do you do that? Like, stop it. And I could just see her look over like our son's there. He's watching trick shots on YouTube. He, he's tuned out. But I, it wasn't like some, you know, gigantic, like, <laughs> like you better keep your mouth shut. Like, it wasn't any of that. <laughs> But I, I just like viscerally, you know, and sometimes I'm like, stop it. Why do you say that? And I just saw her go, her lip curled and she got quiet and I got the message and I didn't say another thing. And my wife left the conversation figuratively and literally like my wife was gone and she didn't reappear for four days. Now, when I say that her body was there. We shared a bed, but she Irish Catholic to me so hard. I was like, and now thank God when I was, you know, a young, fiery 20 something Jew, you know, all therapized. I was like, we need to have this out now. I won't stand for this energy in my apartment. That's 900 square feet. Like I, I would, I would have forced a conflict that would have just been like so hard on both of us. You just brought something up that I thought was unique to my relationship that I think we need to discuss because maybe this is just a male female thing. Do wi women love to say that it's about the reaction, not what they did to you to create that reaction in you preach that is a that is a classic thing like you could do something that annoyed me to no end but if i snap back at it what i did was worse than what made me snap yes that's it that's right and i just have to say that's nuts it's nuts and now that i know that it's a thing women stop it just stop it it's enough because the one thing that I absolutely hate that Claudia does, that she will do until the end of time. And that's fine. She knows I hate it. She does it. It's fine. Is pick my blackheads. She will take her fingernail, sharp as hell, and dig it into my nose like she's going on a submarine down to the Titanic. Dig in and Too in soon. and pop out, 
pop out these blackheads and she gets like some kind of like, she thinks she's Dr. Pimple Popper. Mm. Like she wants, she bought a kit. She is a kit that has like a, like a metal tool that could like scrape. I hate it. Shout out Amazon. And, I know that's where she and, got it. And sometimes it'll hurt and I'll say, stop. And then exactly as you pointed out, that's it. I fucked up. I had too strong of a reaction. That said, Josh, we're being gaslit. Well, the only, you couldn't be more right, Benjamin. And I'm so, I feel really lucky to have a podcast with you. And I feel lucky to be a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I know for her, it was like, don't ever, I didn't even lose my cool, but like, don't snap back in front of our kid ever, which is like, we're so good at that. And we we have friends who like argue in front of their kids and you can tell like their kids are so damn smart. They pick up that energy right away. And if nothing else, they just transmit it back in some version of that. So sure. I, I, I knew that's where I messed up, but I agree with you totally. I was like, this doesn't seem, I don't know why I'm in the chokey shout out Matilda for this mm. transgression. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's a women thing. That said, I don't know. You got nothing. You want to know why? Because you can't, you can't pack this up neat. I saw I you can't. trying to pack it up neat. <laughs> I can't. I tried to like come up with like some higher saying or learning that we could bestow upon our other male <laughs> listeners. But the truth is you're always going to be wrong. Well, No matter what happens, they say happy wife. Happy life. And it's true. It's true. I I couldn't agree more. I think you and I are two of the luckiest men on earth. And I'm not just saying this to now try to pack it up neat for myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will see men out in the wild and they're unmarried or they're divorced two or three times. And they, they seem feral. Like mm. I realize marriage isn't for everyone and long-term relationships aren't for everyone, but they're for most. And I, dudes who are not in a, some kind of relationship and, you know, they could be in a same sex relationship, whatever it is. I just think having a partner holds you to a certain level of accountability. And if you've been out there on your own for too long, it's, you start getting some funny habits. Absolutely. Yep. Freaks. Bunch <laughs> of freaks. And you spend a lot of money on random shit that you don't need. Speaking of random shit that I don't need, I told you that I started taking lines, man, right? We spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you, you have dipped your toe into nootropics and functional mushrooms. I am taking lines, man, every day. And now let me tell you what I'm feeling. I used to take magnesium before I went to bed because magnesium would calm me down. I found that lowered my central nervous system. I wasn't like overthinking too much. Lion's Mane has had a similar effect hmm. where it's calmed me down. It's calmed me down. That said, it might be making me a little bit sleepy. Interesting. Do you find your cognition is better? You're thinking faster at a more premium level? You know, maybe. I think I'm also a little bit under the weather. I don't know if you can hear it. My left ear is rather clogged. My mouth is very dry. I'm having an incredible amount of acid reflux. So maybe it's just that I'm not feeling 100% and I'm blaming the lion's mane when in reality, maybe the lion's mane is making me be able to function while I'm sick when normally I wouldn't be functioning at all. So maybe the mushrooms are doing really well, but I am on it. I am enjoying it. I am, I'm calm. I feel good. I think, yeah, maybe the cognition is, is good. 
maybe it's it's interesting. I haven't I've been on it for now two two ish weeks. And I felt like the first week it was amazing, but I kept reading that it's not possible for you to feel it within the first week. So maybe it was just placebo. No, I think you can feel it immediately. I've been on and off cognitive mushrooms, chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps for the last five years. I'm a big fan, big proponent, and shout out magnesium and a proud sponsor of Good Guys. And this is a very natural, inadvertent read. I'd be drinking that element water, the element packs, which are mm -hmm. electrolyte packs that have sodium, potassium, magnesium. Gorgeous. I get less cramps. I feel very hydrated and it's delicious. Delicious. I've been trying to drink more tea. Are you a tea drinker? I'm not a tea drinker. I'm not. Let me tell you, first of all, I love peppermint tea. I'll drink a cup of peppermint tea. It's great for As nausea. much as possible before bed. Is it interesting? I like to go with ginger ale, even though that's just 100% sugar. But peppermint tea, I love it. Now I'm into, or I want to be into, buying like cool, fancy, expensive mugs and cool teapots. So I found this one teapot. I'm going to send it to you. And maybe I'll post it on my Instagram story. It's this elephant where its trunk is what the tea ends up steeping out of. It's not a tea bag. It's the raw tea. And you pour it in, into the steeper and it comes out the elephant's trunk. And I don't know, I just, I just felt like sharing that with you, that I'm, I'm into teas and, and looking to buy some tea paraphernalia. I, <laughs> I love that you're into tea. And I think that <laughs> on that note, it's worth mentioning. I don't know if you see this, but did you see that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are thinking about having a MMA UFC fight? No. Elon really? Musk, Elon Musk tweeted something to the extent someone had mentioned that Mark Zuckerberg and him were in some sort of fight. And someone was like, well, look out because Mark trains jujitsu to which Elon said, I'm down for a cage match. And then Mark responded on his social media platform, Instagram, give me a location, which might be the dopest shit any Harvard grad has ever said. And... Dana White wants to sponsor it. I'm sure the Pauls will be there. How do we get in on this, Ben? You want to fight each other? Undercard? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we'll, we'll need to do it. Like, we'll need to have some kind of treaty beforehand. Like, otherwise, I think you will kick my ass. I don't think so. But I also think, what if Logan and Jake said, we want to have a tag team boxing match between you and Ben? First, would you go on TV with your shirt off? I'll answer that for myself. Yes. I would not. And so I would. I would be the only person to box in a wetsuit. But <laughs> how do you think it would go for us with the Pauls? Terribly? Would we terribly. set back Jews a hundred years? Terribly. Yes, terribly. It would go terribly. But back to Zuckerberg. That The Zuckerberg, Elon Musk of it all is so interesting to me because the only reason people do that typically is for money. They have all the money in the world. This is oddly reminiscent of the submarine. It is. It is. Billionaires with too much money and time on their hands that they decide to cage match. Like, what are you, nuts? But I love it. I absolutely love it. Who are you rooting for in that cage match? God, that's hard. It's I not hard for me. Musk. You are going Musk? You're going full Musk? Yeah, yeah. God, come on. I have to, especially if Zuckerberg is out here touting the fact that he's judicu, whatever the hell, judip ju, ju shit. Like, I want to <laughs> see him get his... <laughs> I want to see him get his... 
face pummeled. I have a hard time because like when I'm a big combat sports fan and if I don't know the fighters well, then I will just root for the guy from the US because I don't mm. know, some level of nationalism. So a part of me wants to go team Jew with Zuckerberg. I just think it would really, I mean, if he put Elon Musk in a rear naked choke, I think you would see attendance at, at synagogues go way up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. But no, I, I got to be team Musk on this one. Wow. So cool. I love that. I hope that happens. It's obviously not going to happen, but it would be really cool if it did. Well, I think it on that really note, cool if it did. we've had an incredible podcast. We have. I'm so proud of us. And I love your callback ending the pod with where we started, which is billionaires be cray cray. And that's the name billionaires of the episode. Billionaires be cray cray. And that's the name of the episode. Rate, review, subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast. If you're watching it on YouTube, you'll notice that I have a new little good guys microphone stand. And that's not all that you're going to see. You know, we got some some really great, fun, maybe branding moments, maybe some merch, some crazy stuff coming. I just wanted to do a light tease there. But rate, review, and subscribe. Give it five stars. Even if you didn't like the podcast, give it five stars. Recommend it to a friend. And uh, we'll see you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.